0: This episode of Stick Like Blue Radio is brought to you by Jim Palmer's Create Your Dream Business Now Academy. A -a one-of-a-kind business growth event where Jim will personally teach you how to market and grow your own dream business. You'll learn some of the best marketing and business building advice all in a pitch-free zone. Jim will reveal step-by-step how to create a million-dollar platform, and you'll learn how to generate a ton of content with ease and how to attract a steady stream of new customers. At Dream Business Academy, you'll network with other successful entrepreneurs and also learn from Rockstar entrepreneur and Jim's personal mindset coach, Melanie Benson Strick. This not-to-be-missed event is May the 4th through the 6th in beautiful San Diego, California, and will quite literally transform your business. Do not miss it. Get all the details and register today at www.dreambizacademy.com. That's dreambizacademy.com.
1: This is John Paffer from Bar Rescue, and you're listening to Stick Like Glue Radio.
0: Welcome to Jim Palmer's Stick Like Glue Radio, the only podcast dedicated to helping you create an everlasting bond with your customers so they stay longer, spend more, and refer more. Jim Palmer is a marketing and business building expert, author, speaker, and an in-demand coach. He's the founder of the Dream Business Academy and Dream Business Coaching and Mastermind Program. Jim is the host of Newsletter Guru TV, the hit weekly web TV show based on Jim's smart marketing and business building advice. Check it out at www.newsletterguru.tv. And now, please welcome the host of Stick Like Glue Radio, Jim Palmer.
1: Well, hello there everybody. Welcome to another episode of Stick Like Glue Radio. This is the only podcast dedicated to helping you create an everlasting bond with your customers so they stay longer, spend more, and refer more, and those are always great things in anybody's business. I am your host, Jim Palmer, your dream business coach. As always, I'm committed to helping you build a more profitable business faster. I'm really excited about this week's show. My special guest is a fellow business coach. Her name is Katie Bray. Let me tell you a little bit about Katie. She is a professional, clairvoyant, and gifted empath whose direct and loving approach has been game-changing for those seeking to achieve the next level of success with greater confidence and authenticity. In other words, she is the game-changer for game-changers. Katie is exceptionally well-versed in transformative techniques for accessing information and fast-forwarding growth and has created her own style that is uniquely adept at helping individuals at navigating through challenges and obstacles in their way of their success and helping them kind of make some key strategic decisions along the road to what's next. Katie is highly skilled at helping others strengthen their own intuitive gifts so that they, too, can move forward without hesitation in life and business. I'm excited to talk to her. I love connecting with other coaches. And, Katie, we mentioned you're from San Diego right, right before we went live.
2: Yeah, well, I'm from the East Coast. I'm from Baltimore, but I am in beautiful San Diego now. I've been here for four years, and I love it.
1: Wow, we are on um, my event which occurred to me when I was playing the spot there in San Diego is um we are on uh it it's it's called the Best Western um it's on a little island strip. I'm trying to think of the name of it. It's right it's a Bloody marina. Island? Yes, right. Oh,
2: yeah. Oh, it's yeah, a I know. beautiful place. Gorgeous. I love that area.
1: The meeting room overlooks a marina, and my wife goes, "Are you sure that's a good idea? You'll be looking at the boats the whole time." <laughs> so it's
2: true, and they're beautiful boats. There, no question, absolutely.
1: Well, maybe we'll, maybe we'll get a chance to meet in May, but um, yeah, that'd be fun. I, I always love talking with fellow coaches, and I know. Um, you mentioned uh, the name of my show, Stick Like Glue, Radio, Because you help people get unstuck, and I help people get sticky to their customers. Anyway, but um, so let's talk about that. Well, first of all, a little bit more about your background. I know you've been an entrepreneur for a long time. Tell us a, a little brief journey of your of your entrepreneur uh, lifestyle.
2: Yeah, well, for me, just like a lot of entrepreneurs, I sort of always dance to the beat of my own drummer, and I would I would find that I get bored very easily and always find um, bigger visions or something was going on in the places I was working, even as a teenager, and I would go, well, that system's kind of messed up. What if we did this, that, and the other? Then it would be like this. So I've always been that person who's stepped in and seen solutions and really wanted to create um smoother process for for people in in one way or another and so uh the the first industry that I actually went into was the beauty industry I was a licensed esthetician and makeup artist and yet again I, I got bored so I started doing um makeup and skincare on my own a lot of wedding makeup photography makeup it went into print and runway and all of that and then I thought well this is so. Now, now I'm not challenged enough. Let me develop a skincare and a makeup line. So I, I I looked into that and I started to develop a skincare and makeup line and decided I wanted to open uh, my own makeup studio. And then I was actually signing a lease for a space and I all of these weird things happened and it just fell apart. And I thought, well, God, you know, I know there's a time to be persistent and there's another time to just pause, you know, when you're sort of getting that bigger message of it's time to pause. And that's what I got. And what I realized was I wasn't using all of the gifts that I had. And so my road sort of turned a bit then, and I, I spent two years studying, getting certified in life coaching and Ayurveda. We, I mean, I can explain more about what some of those things are. Um, and I, and from there, I, I became a, a coach in the way that I coach, but given the way that I love business and I love entrepreneurs and because of all of the networking I was doing, all of the relationships I was building and loving connecting people and, and again, just finding business incredibly exciting, I knew that being my own kind of um, business slash life coach was really what was calling to me and that's what I've been doing now for about seven years.
1: How exciting is that? And, mm-hmm. you know, it's smart that you recognize, you know, e- even though you love the whole entrepreneurial journey and, you know, entrepreneurs are, are creators and dreamers and visionaries. And a lot of times what happens, as, as I'm sure you know from working with a lot of different clients is all of a sudden you build this business, now you have to become a manager and a leader. <laughs> and it was more fun building than it was, than it is running. Yeah. So that's kind of funny. You yeah. know, Katie, in your introduction, it said uh, professional clairvoyant, and I thought that yeah. was interesting, and, and a game changer <laughs> for game changers. Now, clairvoyant, yeah. that's someone who, you know, has a extra vision uh, capability, yeah. or like, is that right?
2: Yeah, that's exactly right, uh, and it's actually something I shied away from for a long time. I was absolutely born this way, but, you know, being a very sort of, practical, more linear person on the one hand. I wasn't exactly comfortable um, talking about it. It is is kind of strange. Uh, And then I realized the the more that I was discounting it and the less I was letting it infiltrate itself into the work that I was doing, the more stifled I felt. And so I knew intuitively that I really needed to use it more. And so what what I knew that I needed to do was really help Um, what I call game changers, and I'll get to that in a second, um, with continuing to bust through the glass ceilings that they would come up against, um, because I really do believe that it is conscious entrepreneurs and business owners, particularly entrepreneurs, that are really going to take the world out of the state that we're in right now. I really do believe that we are in a rebuilding period. And so I like to work with the game changers, the leaders, the people who have um, a, an idea for a new world a new America where corporate is really shifting and they're here to change that those are the people that are most attracted to me um, because there there is that that inner work but there is that taking a leadership position to a whole new level because we are developing into the world different ways of doing business and that's a whole other um, that's a whole other kind of stress it's a whole other way of being I use my my gift of clairvoyance in, well, I help with, with actually strategy sessions. I do that. I also, I also work with people when they're looking to collaborate or hire people, um, looking into that person. Not I, I'm always in integrity. I don't go into people's, like, personal lives or things like that. But when someone comes to me and says, what do you, I'm, I'm looking to hire these two people, who do you think is best for this specific job? And I can look at and say, well, you know, this person may not have the leadership skills right now, but they can be worked with, but this is how you need to work with them. This is how they're going to hear you best based on X, Y, and Z. Those are things that I can see and that I help people interpret. Um, and then, again, you know, no matter what our level of success, we all, have, um, we all have certain things that come up for us that we need to get beyond. Um, I'd love to share a quick story, if I can, just to give an example. Sure. But, no, it sort of sounds esoteric. But, again, the reason I'm a psychic coach is because I really am a coach. I love I love yielding results. Like I always say we can stare at our belly buttons all day, but if it doesn't get us results or get us anywhere, it doesn't matter. Um, So a, a perfect example is a woman who came to me a few years ago who was having extraordinary panic attacks, and she's someone who had never suffered from anxiety or panic attacks before. She and her husband owned a very successful business, um and they were they were bringing in they, their profit was at about 10 million a year and that was profit so so they were they were doing well they had a competitor whose profit was a drop in the bucket compared to what they were bringing in that the, probably the rest of us wouldn't even necessarily consider a competitor it just happened to be it was the other person in the industry that they were in that that was recognizable or notable and every time this other person came onto the news or she saw him in town or anything like that, she would have a panic attack and she couldn't figure out why. So after pursuing a lot of different avenues without any success, she came to me and immediately what I saw was an image of her when she was four years old and I described the room that she was in and I described the layout and I knew that she was four and I saw her parents in front of her arguing. They were literally competing and it looked to me like they were going through a very volatile divorce and unfortunately were having an argument about custody about her in front of her. Mm. So when I relayed this message to her, she, it was one of those things that she had long forgotten but absolutely remembered it when I said it. And, and so what we understood was that was what brought up this irrational fear and panic around competition. So as soon as we could locate it, um, we were able to sort of work with it in a different way, and she was able to move on um, from there. So it's also things like that that I really love to do, and that, and that's why it's coaching. We coached, you know, I saw it clairvoyantly, and then I coached her through how to rid herself of that memory.
1: Mm, wow, that's powerful. You mentioned, um, Katie, that you help people get unstuck. Um, mm-hmm. What do you think? What are, what are like the top three reasons that entrepreneurs get stuck? And let's talk about people that are maybe still, you know, struggling to get to high five figures, or you know, have have yet mm-hmm. to get to six figures. What's what's mm-hmm. what's keeping those people stuck?
2: Mm-hmm. So the first one that I see the most is um, a lack of trust. And when I say trust, it really is actually self trust. Um, And that, that's one of the things that I believe that every, every successful entrepreneur has to learn is we do fall down. We all fall down. And that doesn't mean that we can't trust ourselves. And so keeping that in mind that we learn to trust ourselves through our successes, but also through our failures. There's a lot to be extracted. So developing self trust and, and giving yourself permission to um, fall down and know that that's that's just accepting that. Um, That's number one. Um, And I guess that sort of dovetails into number two is, you know, God bless entrepreneurs, but sometimes we forget that we are here to learn. Um, We are here to to fall into or stumble into some of our greatest failures, but it's through those failures that we developed our greatest victories. And I mean... Obviously, we can use Thomas Edison as a perfect example. Most of us know, you know, that he, he, he had so many failures, but look what he was able to deliver to the world. So, so that's another thing, remembering that there really is something to be extracted from every experience, every failure, every victory. Um, the other one I would say there's, would be we cannot compare ourselves to other people. That's, that's one that I think is really easy for us to do just as human beings in general. But when we're consistently comparing our insides or even our checkbook to someone else's outsides, we're forgetting that what they're doing is really none of our business, and we're here to create our own victories and to be pulled by our own passions and purpose. And so making sure that our comparisons are based on what did I do last week and how have I improved from last week? What did I do better? What can I do differently for next week? Um, those are those are probably three top things that I see notoriously for entrepreneurs who are really looking to leave their mark on the world.
1: I agree with that. You know, um, my sixth book is called Decide the Ultimate Success Trigger, and unlike my previous books, which kind of, you know, was obviously uh, a lot of marketing and strategy, Decide uh, is kind of a, a mindset book, although I hate that mindset because mm-hmm. people automatically get an idea of, woo mindset. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah. what I did, I got completely transparent, Katie, and I shared the, the big hang-ups and demons that were holding me back, how I, get, how I got over them and, and what mm-hmm. I was able to do because of it. And, you know, when you're talking about lack of self-trust, um, and don't worry about what other people think Here's how I described it in two chapters and and these these are um two kind of separate chapters, but they dovetail like you said so one of them is fear of criticism, and the other is the imposter syndrome, which I think is based on fear of criticism
2: love that. absolutely. Um,
1: you know what I mean? So, I rem- and So real quickly, what, what I told my story was when I started 14 years ago, I was sitting with an old, um, Acker computer at my dining room table, and I'm out there with my fancy business cards with a high gloss, presenting myself as a big successful businessman. <laughs> you know? uh-huh. Uh-huh. And so, and this whole thing about the impossible, people feel like they feel like they're going to be found out, and I put Great. quotes around found out. Yes. And so that holds yes. a lot of people back. Do, do you concur with that, I guess? Sounds like it
2: I, I could not possibly agree more. Um and it's something that we all struggle from and it really it really is about giving ourselves permission to be human. I mean we are none of us none of us go from the first grade to getting a PhD in college like the next year. It doesn't it doesn't work like that. And so allowing ourselves just to be in our process and learning and paying attention and not comparing ourselves to others, minding our own business, really, <laughs> no pun intended, um, is absolutely the, the way to go. And that it doesn't have to look like anything in particular, right? It, it's remembering that we define our vision. Other people, it's, it's, not, it's not their business to define our vision for us, and it's not our, our job to project onto others that they've made decisions about who we are. It's, it's all in our own heads. <laughs> it can look like anything we want it to.
1: You know, when I, um, I wrote my first book, it took me almost, uh, it was over 18 months. Then I got down to about a year. I wrote my last book, which I think is my best, in about 60 days. And wow. part of that was my own journey with, you know, getting over the fear of criticism, what other people say. And, you know, I mm-hmm. tell this story sometimes, Katie, when my first book came out, somebody uh read it um actually um um somebody that lives near me so i was seeing i saw them one day he says oh jim your book is congratulations blah 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 he goes hey by the way did you know um i think it's chapter eight or so you you have a dangling participle i have no freaking clue what a dangling participle (laughs)
2: was (laughs) and
1: i'm like oh that's interesting and i and i kind of I, I felt myself slightly turn red, and I said, well, did you learn anything? said, heck, yeah, there's a lot of stuff, and I said, well, good, forget the dangling participle and focus on the content, and little did I know, my, my kind of defensive answer later became my own personal mantra for fear of criticism, mm-hmm. and what I did, and I, I'm thinking people might find this helpful, and I'd be, love to get your take on it, was... I made a decision moving forward that no matter how long I proofread a book, no matter how many people I get to proof it, and if there's, the minute you hit the print button, there's gonna be, you know there's mistakes in there, right? And so I made a conscious decision that I was going uh, to choose to be judged on the content and the value of the information I'm sharing and not necessarily on the delivery method. And that works not only with being an author, because I never went to school for writing English Journalism, none of that. And the other thing is, like, if you do videos or anything like that, people are so concerned they're going to look. You know, mm-hmm. I've, I've just decided I'm just going to put it out there, and you know, it's it just speaks to this whole thing about authenticity. But anyway, that was a big turning point for me. Do you ever have you had that, or have you coached anybody through that?
2: Yeah, yeah, it's it's huge. I I, I myself have gone through it absolutely, and and I've helped others through it as well. And yeah, I mean, it's it's. It's enormous, and, and the way that I that I look at it, too, within the framework of, like, a, a as a coach working with a client, you know, I notice um, about myself when I first started out as coaching is that, you know, I know what my best work feels like with me. Like, you know, when you have certain clients that you just can go there with, and then other ones, it's just a different connection. It's not bad. It's not better. It's just different. What I had to do for myself was drop my own agenda and let them be met at the level of their needs, that it wasn't my job to decide what they were to extract from the information I was putting out there, that no matter what, for me to be in integrity, I would 100% show up as best as I could in any given moment and know that whatever they got from it, whether it's an article, whether it's a session, whether it's a meditation I put out, no matter what it is, that's absolutely up to them what they choose to take away from it and what they choose to do with it. So absolutely, that's huge.
1: Okay, We're, I am down to like four minutes. I can't. I get on conversations <laughs> with people like you, and the time just flies by.
2: Flies by. Um, <laughs>
1: I, I, I'd love to ask you another question, but be, but first, I want to make sure I'm fair to you and give you a chance. How can people learn more about you, Katie? How can they connect with you? And depending on how long your answer is, I may squeeze in another question. But please yeah, yeah, um, yeah. share some information.
2: Sure. Well, my, my website is, um, katybray.com and I spell my name K-A-T-Y. Uh, there is a free downloadable meditation on there where you can actually have a conversation with your vision and see what parts of yourself are causing some resistance. It's really fun to have a conversation with your, your resistant self and your vision. It's, it's a really cool meditation. Um, I also have a page called Lead with the Lights On, and that is connected to my podcast called Ask Katie, and we're always looking for questions, for submissions. There are all the information's on that website. Um, and you can also find me at Twitter at Hey Gamechanger, where I have um, a list of five getting unstuck techniques that is also a free download.
1: Awesome! Awesome! You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to um, I'm going to uh, see if I can get my uh, team to invite you back, maybe in a in a month or two, and because um, I I think I got to like two questions that I'd prepared for you. So uh, if you're open to it, let's um, maybe get you back after the first of the year.
2: That'd be great. I would love that.
1: Well, thanks. Thank you, Katie. And, um, hey, folks, that wraps up this very special episode of Stick Like Glue Radio with uh, business coach Katie Bray. Remember, Stick Like Glue Radio, it is the only podcast dedicated to helping you create an everlasting bond with your customers so they stay longer, spend more, and refer more. I'm your host, Jim Palmer, your dream business coach. Until next week, another great episode. You take good care.
0: You've been listening to Stick Like Glue Radio, the only podcast dedicated to helping you create an everlasting bond with your customers so they stay longer, spend more, and refer more. Stick Like Glue Radio features Jim Palmer's unique brand of smart marketing and business-building advice for action-oriented entrepreneurs. To make sure you don't miss a single profit-boosting show, subscribe to this podcast at iTunes and www.getjimpalmer.com. To learn more about Jim's Dream Business Coaching and Mastermind program, visit www.dreambizcoaching.com. That's www.dreambizcoaching.com. If you know other entrepreneurs looking for the fastest way to hire profits in their business, please tell them about the Stick Like Glue radio podcast. Now, go and implement what you've learned and boost your profits. See you next week for more Stick Like Glue radio.